Oh, jeez. I'm back. You're back, I'm back, Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. I thought I'd um, tell a little Johnny joke because I know how much you love him. I love little Johnny. He's a good good person. New teacher, new school, gets notorious, notorious class, little Johnny's class, and she's done a bit of psychology stuff on the side, so she thinks she knows her shit. So she gets into the class. The class is wild, and she goes, all right, class, sit down. She goes, I'm going to start off something. I want everyone who thinks they are stupid to stand up. Mm. And after a couple of seconds, little Johnny stands up. And the teacher goes, oh, oh so you do you think you're stupid, do you, Johnny? And he goes, no, miss, but I hate you seeing sta- standing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, you cooked it. I cooked it. Oh, you cooked it. <laughs> I hate seeing you standing there all by yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you cooked it. Uh, oh, oh, well. Gee whiz. That's but my headphones are knackered too. No, maybe it's mate, you know what? It's going to take you a bit of time to get back in. You know what I mean? I'm to get your eye back in. Uh, you know what I mean? Pun intended. Um, Which well, eye? Oh, that one. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, nerd and proud TV. Hello, hello, hello Skittles. Hello, Gam Sticks. Uh, hello, Kaiser. Um, how bloody wonderful, you guys. It's great to have you here. Great to have you along. Let's get started. Yes! Yes. It's not, that. it's not bad. It's not bad. We'll no, go with bad. this one for this right. week. I, I really got to get my head around getting us back to where yeah. we were with the other one. Attack. Because it, just, it just set us up. You know what I mean? It did. But anyway, gets me fired up. Episode 120. Welcome to the Game on Australia podcast on this Wednesday, the 27th of March. Bloody beautiful day for gaming, Dan, if I might say. Well, it is. But any day is a bloody good, good day for gaming. Fate, exactly right. Are you okay? Are you having a stroke over there? I am a little bit, yes. <laughs> you sure? Had a late night. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened after cricket? It did, you went mate. and got trolled. I, I did have it. Did have you really? Did. Not that we advocate that kind mate, of. Mate, you just behavior, spent two weeks in Vegas having know, great nights you know, after great, great big nights. Yeah, no, that's a fair that. enough point. Hey, coming up in the Game in Australia podcast this week, the top three bits of news: more massive layoffs, mate. We hate mm. to see these sorts mm. of things, but more layoffs happening in the industry. Anthem has delivered another update. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm. Jury's out. Thumbs where in between? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Queen. You wrote a golden story about uh, about the Queen. Oh, mate. Her Majesty, mate. Yes. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's uh, very funny. We will indeed. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about some of the things she might have enjoyed playing. The big question is back. This is also off the back of another story you've written. You're on fire since you've come back from Vegas. Well, that's, yes, that's exactly what I've. I got the hard word from you. <laughs> Lift your game, son. We literally sat down <laughs> and, and I was like, said. mate, you got to pull your finger out of your ass. You understand what I mean? Jesus Christ. Hey, mate, that stays in Vegas, all right? Yeah, no, that that's bit. A <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't a finger. <laughs> what does that say about me, though? Uh, Sites is back. Game Sites is back. Yes. Yes. All right. Shall we get stuck in? We shall. You've got to be it. excited because you haven't heard this for a few weeks. Here we Let's go. go. Welcome. That makes a sound too when I hit the. It 
It does make sense. Microphone. Welcome. Welcome to the uh, Gammon Australia podcast, episode 20. And for the next hour. Sorry, you're going to say something? Episode 120, mate. Oh, 120. Shit. We've got plenty more of that coming from you, buddy. Oh, no, maybe I'm day. having a stroke. Yes. Uh, yeah. As, um, it's been a long day. Where were we? That's Episode right. 120. Thanks. We're bloody excited. Yep. How good is gaming? Let's go. All Pete. that stuff. My name's Pete. My name's Dan Internet. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about gaming because we bloody love gaming, Dan. And Peter. <laughs> what else do we bloody love? <laughs> Fuck, we're cooked. Bloody. Gaming! <laughs> it is, honestly, I missed it so much in my two weeks. I had a great time in America, two weeks away. Mm. Um, Obviously, didn't do much gaming. Mm. Uh, I went to actually a place in uh, MGM Grand called Level Up, which is a, I've been there before. It's a, got the one of the world's biggest Pac-Man um, consoles there. You, you know, it's like a huge screen of Pac-Man. Mm. Um, that's about the only gaming I did. I just played beer pong. But to have a essentially a four enforced one and a half week um, break from gaming, for whatever reason, when you do finally get back into it, it's mm. just that, Joyous. What, does the PlayStation it? make a noise when you turn it on? Yeah, it does. And you know what's funny? Before you even said that, the first thing that popped into my head was, was, was the noise, right? The noise, right? Yeah. So it, it does. It goes, like it, it yeah. makes a little beep. Yeah. And yeah. so the Xbox goes, ding, right? Yeah. And um, it reminded me of the night. So I, I, the first game I played. In <laughs> if my... you got a PC, it just goes. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take off. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to shame someone here. I don't even know his real name. I just know his name is G-Source. He's a uh, fellow gamer I've been doing some Fortnite with. Mm. And apparently... He's someone you've just sort of come across. Yeah, online. he's a mate of um, Grand Bear, who I've been doing a lot of Fortnite with, who's a mate of mine from school. Mm. From the He's kids the school. one about the story that you're not allowed to tell on the air. Correct. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, G yeah, that's right. And um, G-Source was telling me the other night, we'll play Fortnite and we're waiting for G-Source to come on and he comes on. And he goes, sorry, boys, I've been watching maths with the wife, with the girlfriend, right? And we're like, what? Maths? Don't you dare. I know, because I know you love that show. I bloody love it. And he said... We have, in our Discord, we have a channel dedicated yeah, to it, Maths Chat. Apparently she was over and she said, well, I'm going to go home now. And he said, by the, by the time, not even by the time she got to the door, he, the ding went on. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go, ding. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> You know what was really cool? The um, other morning uh, was three thirty in the morning. By the way, we we'll get to the stuff we were gonna, yeah. we're going to talk to. This is just what we do, isn't it? Just what we do. Um, we're just catching up because we haven't yeah, caught up for a little right, while. Yeah. Um, we, the other morning, it was the morning that uh, PlayStation launched their state of yes. play, and yes. it was three thirty in the morning, and my guts were spewy. Yeah. So I I was sitting on the toilet going for hell of leather, and. Um, I, a wonderful just, uh, image that just put in my head. It just so happened that state of play, coincidentally, um, coincidentally, was on. Like I got a little notification on my oh, phone yeah. saying, "Hey, PlayStation's just gone yeah. live with state of play." Yeah. And the wicked thing was at the very beginning of the actual yeah. um, uh, video mm. was it was just a black screen, mm. and then you heard the same sound that the PlayStation Four makes. Oh, it's great. When you turn it on, yeah, it's great. And then this just this strip of light came through the middle yes. of the screen, and it was like like it's amazing that we've talked so many times about the importance of sound in video games. Oh, and and 100%. being broadcasters, podcasters, um, commercial FM, all that sort of stuff, we also understand the importance of sonic triggers and and just what sort of for you listening and for you watching on Twitch right now, um, if you ever hear a radio station 
or a brand or something in their advertising play a particular sound that mm. sounds, the first time you hear it sounds like it's a little bit weird. Mm. It's because they are literally trying to train you to know that that sound is attached to their brand. Yes. And PlayStation and Xbox yeah. have d- done that. Like yeah. the second that I heard that, even if I w- wouldn't have been in the room and didn't know, I would have known that was PlayStation. Yep. You know what I mean? So very, very cool. Um, the rest of the stream was shit ass, but that was very, very cool. I'm not, you know, what, I'm not what even stream are you talking about? The PlayStation or your, your ass? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was just a bunch of VR stuff. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. VR's, you know, something that. How is... far has VR come? In, in, I, I mean, because I know it's not really on the Xbox yet. And having played a commercial grade VR that we've done at um, Optimus Gaming here, mm. here in Perth, I'm sure it's all around the world. Not far enough, in my opinion. Um, Do you think they've dropped the ball a bit? No, I don't think they've dropped the ball. I think that um, I think the uptake is going to lag because they need software developers to jump on board. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what. And whilst that old chestnut, that old chestnut. Whilst you still got it, the only reason why you play a piece of software is because of how good the game is. Correct. Right? For In many, in, in a lot of cases, it's the reason why you buy the console. Mm. Like, I, I bought a Nintendo Switch because I wanted to play Legend of Zelda. Yes. Um, the, uh, Breath the, of the Wild, right? Well, why wouldn't you? Exactly, You're right? human. People buy uh, Xbox because they want to play Halo. They buy a PlayStation because they want to play Spider-Man. Like, that's all God of War. Or God of War, That's yeah. That's, you know, part of the reason why, right? So, um, I am waiting. One, okay. I will give them some props. Mm. There were some things that you got to see, like uh, you got to see more footage of Days Gone, which okay. is this zombie epic that's coming yep. exclusively to PlayStation. Yeah, see zombies, yeah. No, no, no. But no, this no. is no, no, I don't no, no. Like zombies. no, no, no. This is this is actually quite cool. It's yeah. Stick, even Sticks has just said. You know how much Sticks is a PlayStation man. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's one of our content creators, and he is PlayStation through and through. Yeah. And even he said to say it was underwhelming was an understatement. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yeah. To say it was underwhelming was the, an the, understatement. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Right, but. For me, like one of the cool things I got to give him props for was they opened with um, Iron Man VR, oh, cool. which is coming, That's cool. and it it very much looked. But it the thing that I'm not 100 percent sure about with that game is all it looks to me like once mm. you're into in the Iron Man visor mm-hmm. is just flight simulator. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's all that it, you know. So, yeah, yeah. um, I actually like my heart skipped a beat the second that I saw, um like the very beginnings of the Iron Man VR, not knowing it was VR yet, because I thought to myself, holy shit, we're getting an Iron Man game. Yeah. And how fucking cool would that be? Oh, mate. If, you know, like they delivered a Seriously. Spider-Man game, so it'd be great to see an Iron Man game yeah. because you'd think to yourself, all right, well, this is going to be as good, yeah. you know, at least. But it wasn't that. Um, yeah, Gamma's saying, oh, by the way, we're broadcasting on Twitch right now, so this is why we're calling out a few people who are watching on the stream at Gamma saying, I thought State of Play was average. There was one or two games I liked for VR. That's it. Gamma plays VR. He's got the, it's the Oculus Rift. He's got the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> there's that. Um, really quickly, I want to tease something. Mm. Coming very soon to Game on Australia, mm. Goal and mm. Gog. <laughs> All right. G-O-A-L-L. Goal as a goal. Goal. Yeah. Um, and... G O A G, Golala, Golag, and Goag, Goag, Goag. Can't tell you too much about what they are, yeah. but we're not far away from launching them. Okay, and it's very exciting. That's you awesome. have you um, you got no fucking idea. What I have no you. idea, honestly, because you've been away in Vegas for two weeks. And you've been doing this shit. all happened. This is what you do. Skittles, who's watching the stream right now, she's yeah. been working very hard. Skittles has. So she knows what it is. She knows what it is. Yeah. Absolutely, she does. 
That's um, great. Shall we get into top three things Gabe's either here this week? Are you going to hit the right button? I'm going to hit the right button. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, here we go again. So <laughs> it doesn't come too long off the back of uh, having spoken about other companies who are laying off people. And it's very disappointing to see. But this is the world that we live in at the moment where, you know, a lot of companies were bulging because they were making so much money. Put more people in. Get them stuck in. Go hard. All that sort of stuff. No longer the case, unfortunately. Mm. But EA is the latest one to turn around and say, sorry, guys, we're going to um, throw out a heap of layoffs. Mm. So the story goes, and this is from GameRant.com, video game development has always been a volatile career field. We know that. But lately, it seems as though more developers than usual have found themselves without jobs due to mass layoffs. Last month, news broke about Activision layoffs, cutting 800 employees from its labor force. We spoke about that. That's right, yes. Now, EA has announced roughly 350 workers have been removed from its labor pool. 350 workers. The layoff. Was that their exact words? 350 workers from their labor pool? Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm, I, am, I would assume that that is Game Rant paraphrasing because it's not in quotations. Okay, cool. Right, yeah. and we are um, obviously... I just, I've never heard that called that. Labour pool. Labour pool. It's very corporate, isn't it? It's it very, very much so, yes. It's, it's interesting. That's probably the sort of conversation that goes on at the top level because it allows them to remove themselves from the uh, the emotional side of it, you know? But right now, we have 500 well, people as part of our labour pool and we need to get rid of 350 <laughs> of them. And that's the thing, right? It's an emotional thing. It is and an emotional it, it, thing. Mainly, obviously, for people who have been made redundant, as in someone like me, I've been made redundant, and it's mm. not nice at all. No, it's not. What was, yeah, this probably gives us an opportunity to get in the mind a little bit of what these people might be experiencing, mm. but what was that like for you to get made redundant? Um, it was a complete shock. So that's the, I think sometimes you can, I've been made redundant twice. The second time around, I saw it coming because I knew I worked for this PR company that I just knew there was no work mm. and I, and that they very much had you working on a bill by client, bill by hour type thing. So I knew that I saw it was coming. The first one, I didn't see coming at all. Bit of a shock. And what do you mean you didn't see coming? Is well, it because there was so, like everything was so successful? Everything was oh, great? I just thought, um, it's a bit different to, to, I guess, I wouldn't say it was tied to the economy because I don't think it was. I think the, this is back in 2013. I don't know. The economy no, the economy was, was still, was still booming. Here, was still going our, well. Here in our state of Perth, WA. Western Australia, it was doing very well. Um, but, and, and, um, without saying too much, it was sort of a decision made by a bloke who had come into the, our company to, um, manage my side of what I did. Yeah. And it was his big idea to centralize what we did out of one city. So it wasn't really a financial thing. I think it was more a, um, Hey, this is my big idea and I've got a bit of an ego and let's see how we go. Mm. So it was a shock obviously, cause I didn't know, I didn't expect that seeing the company, company was doing pretty well. The economy is doing so well. There is that sense of not, wouldn't say failure, but you certainly think, well, what could I have done differently to maybe prevent this? Like they obviously see you as expendable enough to go see you, mate. And I always thought I was pretty inexpendable, unexpendable, you know, mm. in what I did. But, um, and I, I've having seen a few people go through it, there's two ways you go. You either sort of dust yourself off and get up and go again, or you'd sort of wallow for a bit, you know, because, and I felt... It's funny, like if I had my time again, I got a fairly good payout. I got about 20 grand or something, mm. which is instant cash pretty much in your account. 
Tax? Do you get tax oh, on that? I don't know. I can't remember. The point being is that I, what I should have done is um, started my own business or, or done something mm. with that money rather than what I did because I'd been working for so long. I, I took a bit of a break and took about six months, six weeks, sorry, just to de-stress and detangle. And um, I did curb my spending habits because you have well, to. Well, you have to. And you your family. Correct. 2013, but, your family at the yeah. time. Did you have three kids? You yeah, didn't have three yeah, kids we just, by We then, just had you? our third baby. Yeah. yeah so yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. Will was uh, about six months old. So yeah. it wasn't, wasn't much. Um, but I needed that break to, to just get over, um, the life that I consumed with my previous job. And that's what happens. It sort of takes over your, it dominates your thoughts. Cause that's what, you know, you, you know, like you're, you're in a job, you just think about it a lot. Cause you, you know, you're constantly thinking about ideas and stuff like that. So, um, these people are probably going through a bit of that, uh, particularly this, and it's probably a similar thing cause they're in a, in a pretty niche industry where you can't just walk out as an account. You, you're not like an accountant where you just get made redundant. You go, well, I'm going to get another job as an, another tax firm. You yeah, know? You, yeah, yeah. It's different. You're, you're a games developer. Yeah. There's only so many people hiring. Absolutely. What do you do? You know, you've got to either, and th these people might either consult or they might, um, go and look at doing something different. You know, I don't know. I, it, I'm guessing this is in America. Yeah. yeah so there might the be a US. different, yeah. I, I, I don't know about over there about what. Oh no, hang on a sec. Sorry. The layoffs appear to have primarily affected employees in the marketing and publishing departments of the company, specifically in Japan and Russia. Oh, okay. So again, yeah. So you, you don't know how they're, what agreements they get in terms of payouts and stuff. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird feeling. It's, mm. it, it, it's, yeah. Cause it's not necessarily something, you, it's not like you've been fired. Like you, like, no, because and, you did something wrong. It's big. Yeah, yeah. And there's a rational part of you that knows it's a business decision and it knows it's not personal, but there's an irrational part of you going, well, what could I have done different? I would say, I wouldn't say irrational part of you. I, I would say that it's the, it's the emotive part of you that understands you have responsibilities. It's the part of you that holds onto it because yeah. it's like, well, what, I didn't do anything to deserve this. No. You know, like we've got you know, a few people saying, Kai, Kai said he's, he's been made redundant four times mm. and he's only 30. And he's yeah. it gets harder when you have responsibilities. Uh, Skittles has responded to that. Um, she said, isn't that like the corporate version of getting banned? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, it is actually. <laughs> Not to make light of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gamma. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy and, and yeah, but it, it's, look, it's, it's not, it's terrible because you don't, it's not because you've done any, anything. No. And I think that is the hardest part to wrap your head around Yeah, that it is a business decision, Yeah, but why does it have to affect me? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm a glass half full kind of guy generally. So I sort of just dusted myself off, got up and I actually had a job within the week, mm. um, after the first redundancy, but ironically at the second place, but then I got my redundant again. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's just, I think maybe um, it is you like, well, maybe <laughs> it is me like, and as Kai said, you know, I think just, um, I'm coming from a, probably my parents' generation, I guess, where, um, redundancy was seen as a failure. Mm. Whereas I think the, the older, the, the more we evolve, it's not seen as that at all. It's seen cause no, it's not. It's actually, and I find what I did find particularly the first time around, there was a lot of people I'd never heard of who reached out and actually contacted me and said, come and meet me. There's a guy who operates an advertising company here in Perth called Meerkats who, who oh, yeah. I didn't, I wouldn't know him from a sack of marbles. Mm. I could say sack of shit, but I'll say sack of marbles. <laughs> and he said, bar he, of I could have said, yeah, I could have. <laughs> he actually um, texted me and said, you don't know me. My name's Gavin Bain. Come and meet me for a coffee. I want to help you out. Mm. And I was like, and that's the kind of, the, the goodness in people that can come out from that, you know? So yeah, yeah. hopefully these people will have those kind of people reaching out because 
Yep. And, uh, you know, and funnily, so we, uh, we've um, swayed a bit here, but um, it's clearly probably ref a reflection of where the economy as a whole, mm. and I don't want to get too, um, too bloody uh, black and white about this. Um, it's, I think we're in tough times everywhere at the moment and gaming's certainly reflecting that as well. Even though I, I still buy, I mean, I'm still, it hasn't stopped me buying games. No, and it hasn't stopped a lot of people buying games, but the pool's bigger. So yeah, yeah, well, correct. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's once upon a time, really, it was you bought a game for well, in particular, once upon a time, like late nineties, you either bought a game on Nintendo or you bought a game on PlayStation. Yeah, or maybe you bought you know PC games and stuff like that. Yeah. But in terms of the console realm, and the pool was a lot smaller. Whereas these days, the pool is a hell of a lot bigger in terms of the games that you can choose from, the way that you can consume those games, and even things like the models that um, a lot of companies are, are using to. Um, create and export those games, you mm. know, like once upon a time, we never would have heard of, of a free to play game where the model was buy a skin for your character yeah. and that, you know, the, we're oh, going yeah. back a long, long time ago, a long time ago, as but I, these things like these battle royale games. And as I've like. said to a million times, you know, the guy that, well, the guy that's sort of behind Fortnite is a billionaire now. Can you imagine yeah. the, the yeah. Me, you know, the, the meeting five years ago or whatever it was and he said, Hey guys, I've got this idea. We're not going to sell our game. We're going to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> what? Say what? Make him redundant. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Simi Cat's in the stream. Now, Simi is a dead set legend. She's one who's been subbing to our Twitch stream for mm -hmm. nine, ten months. Love your work. Maybe longer. You're a legend. Legend. Uh, sad news here. Yeah, I've been better. The store I worked for closed their doors on Saturday. Oh. Sorry, Sim. Gaming store? I don't know. Simi, can you let us know... Uh, what the story is, who it was, what you did. My original point on that last bit of stuff we just talked about was I've got a friend of mine I talked to last night who um, reps at the annual caravan and camping show. Mm. Nothing to do with gaming, I know. But he said yet last weekend show, which happened here in Perth, was the quietest he's ever seen. Yeah. And his comment was the, the economy is brutal at the moment. And I think that's the sad, you know, I, it's, I was just thinking before, you know, has a bad economy ever stopped me from buying a game? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. But it might have stopped me from buying more games. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Once upon well, a time, it wouldn't be anything to go out and buy all of the stuff that's coming out at the moment. No. Sekiro and Anthem and, you know, like and you Division have multiples. Two and, and, um, yeah. Which is why, um, you know, for example, I love what Xbox does with the Xbox Games for Gold. You know, two, four games a month. Yeah, I know. Free. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's, a, it's, a, really, it's a really great model if you're a consumer. Correct. It really is. Mm. Um, the rest of this story, I'll just go back to it. Where are we here? I think this is where it gets a little bit yuck. But an email, that's tough as well. But I suppose, how do you address that many people at one time? Uh, an, oh, email an email sent on. out to employees by Andrew Wilson, EA's CEO, outlined the publisher's goals for the company, stating that the layoffs would help streamline decision-making in the publishing and marketing department. So look, it's a it's a commercial decision, but um, so I'm not making it's never easy to hear. I'm not making light of it. Imagine, you know, how could you tell hundred people? Hands up, all who people who are working here. No, not you, you. Well, bloody hell! Uh, what happened here just recently? Actually, the last couple of days. And it, the thing is, it doesn't just affect the people that are directly employed, but also the people who, um, you know, may be purchasing and maybe yep. not. Maybe not in this particular case, but we've just had here in Perth, we've just had uh, a film production company close their doors, yes. Wedding Films, launch film production. They went into liquidation 
Um, they were in court yesterday, so Tuesday the 26th of March. Yep. Up until the end of last week, they were still taking money from potential clients. And as a deposit. Be- as a deposit. Yep. And because of this liquidation, um, they literally closed everything. Shut shop, gone, right? And all of the people who paid the deposits, like we're talking deposits of five, six, seven thousand dollars here, gone. My cousin's one of them, gone. You know, but there's this terrible, terrible world that we live in at the moment where people are shutting doors left, right, and center. Simi Cat says uh, the store that I that I worked for was Wipeout Surf in Canningvale. Oh, I know where that is. Family-owned store that had to close its doors because retail sales have dropped. Yeah, yeah well, and that's, that's and that's that's a bit of a like a that's a telling times um, for two reasons like the you know retail sales have dropped in general, mm. but also online shopping is a lot stronger. Well, and and again back to gaming, you know we've been talking about how um, the temptation is on a Saturday night to go and buy the game through the marketplace, yeah, or on Steam or whatever, yeah, rather than getting the out. car. Well, because you might be sitting there like it's and it's. It's eight o'clock and the shops aren't open. Yeah, well, that's right too. And all of your mates are just talking about how they're on this brand new game and you find yourself in a moment of weakness and go, purchase. Sorry. And, and just to, th- this is a perfect segue, Peter. Mm. So when I was in Seattle mm. two weeks ago, mm. I caught up with my brother Hans Brix's one of his best mates, uh, Ross Tucker, legend. <laughs> yeah. Ross works for Amazon and he was telling me some stuff about um, how Amazon works. So Amazon... The record, um, the record turnaround time for a, a purchase that Amazon currently ho- holds was six minutes. So someone pressed order, and six minutes later, it rocked up at the doorstep. Jeez. It, it, it was it was an Xbox. That is insane. So the guys, whoever it was, going, you know what? Stuff I'm going to buy an Xbox. Ding. Six minutes later, ding. there it is. Right. Yeah. So um, the sad reality, I guess, is is that this kind of shopping is going to kill a bit of the, the bricks and mortar retail because yep. that's more, it's, it's just easier, not easier to do. It's, it's, it takes us effort to do. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, there's certainly a lot of people love getting out there and buying stuff physically, like going in uh, clothes, particularly, I mean, clothes are hard, you know, cause you can order stuff offline and online and it doesn't fit or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, you know, in, in gaming terms, are we, jeopardizing the likes of a JB or an EB by, mm. I, I wouldn't say so much in Australia. I don't know. Like I still, I still really enjoy going down to the shops and buying it, but that I'm older. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm older so than do you I. I like, I like looking around. I like going there and having a look and seeing the things on the shelf and pulling them off and reading the covers and yeah, well, yeah. that's right. I mean, um, look at music, you know, like, you know, CD sales really are, are, are sort of dead now, really. I mean, I know they're still there. And I know vinyl's made a comeback, but I come from an era where, you know, I used to um, uh, go to the shops once a week and buy a CD and pull it home and open it up and, you know, that sort of stuff. And that's yeah. sort of gone now, you know. Read read the bloody Read the, the lyrics. Booklet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Read the lyrics. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I was even thinking the other day about even, um, again, this is probably, this is sort of related to what we're talking about, but all the game. I was just going through my games the other day and looking and... The, the lack of booklets now in the games. There's Oh, you, there's nothing. Right? Because it's all... It's um, all online it's all, shit. It, and it's when you, you get the tutorial when you load the game up, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah. But there's that real lack of romance around, you know, you'd get the booklet and you'd read through it. I still have all the booklets from my Nintendo 64 games. Do you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, when I pull the 64 out every now and again, just to have a bit of a bash. Mm. Um, 
like that's that's like dead set. Some I still look at them like yeah. I, you know, and I and like, I wonder whether uh, that kind of because that sort of is gone now, we we probably will gravitate towards in two, three, whatever. I'm not going to say years, might have been months time where you just it won't be uh it won't be a natural decision to go down to the shop and buy the game you'll buy it from an online store yeah i know and that kills the uh you know the the wave surf or whatever that surf place was called that's that's kind of stuff that's going to be affected you know what did she say it was yeah wipeout surf in canning though yeah. but then again there's an opportunity for retro gamers you know to to trade in but you, i know you can do it online but you well, can that's the thing a, you, like all of that's online too you know? yeah so it's yeah, yeah. But know. you could have a physical store. You know, you got to get creative with your store. You you set up a couple of retro consoles, or maybe, or, or maybe um, like pubs and devs get creative with the way that they execute their like packaging now. Maybe maybe the packaging becomes a little bit more special if they want to sell hard yeah. physical copies. I, I I'm love not talking collector's edition, but I'm talking like give us some really cool artwork worth putting on a shelf. You know that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I mean, I think I'm in the minority when it comes to this. I know you are probably in the majority when it comes to gamers who just get off on that rare bit of merch or artwork or whatever. Yeah, not as, not as much as I used to, though. Like, I, like... But that'll come back. Mark my words, in you your, li- it'll come in back your lifetime, it'll come back around because it, right now you're in that zone where kids are dominating your... your and work. Yeah, i got to admit, like, I, I think you're right. Like, because it, it's more of a money thing. Like, I see them and I go, oh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Froth, froth, Like, froth. that looks pretty cool. That's it. Like, I'd like to have that statue... Yeah. And then, it, but it, another little thing pops into my head was well, just cheap PVC, Pete. You're not paying 200 bucks for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't wait till I'm old enough and the kids are out of their house one day. Well, I can wait. Don't grow up too, too quickly, too quick. kids. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, one day where I go, you know, I'm going to waste my money on that. That's going to be fucking yeah, cool. If it comes, you're not looking after your kids. You're spending your kids' inheritance. Yeah, now. exactly. Like, oh, yep. It's fine. <laughs> So EA since released a statement, we'll wrap this up and move on. Um, EA since released a statement regarding the layoffs, stating that it took some important steps as a company to address its challenges and prepare for the opportunities ahead. They said that the company was not there right now in terms of their vision to be the best video game company in the world. Well, you should have thought about that before you released Call of Duty Black Ops 4 the way that it bloody was. Um, The statement continued, in addition to organizational changes, we are deeply focused on increasing quality in our games and services. Great games will continue to be at the core of everything we do, and we are thinking differently about how to amaze and inspire our players. Oh, yeah. Don't try that corporate speak now. Yeah, don't don't give us that shit. You know why? Because as a creative developer, from the outset, that is your motto. That is what you need to be doing from the outset, right? You do not develop a game without your vision being, let's create and inspire the players. Yeah. Otherwise, what the fuck what's are you doing in the space? And what's the point? Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Because other people, you can't, you cannot be a company no. with with anything less than that vision and yeah. delivering on it because there are too many other people out there now who are delivering on it. Yeah. Get your heads right. It's funny how, isn't it funny how, um, not funny, how a company can lose um, a bit of vision of wh- why they exist. You know what I mean? Like the, mm. when it ca- becomes too big and this is of any company, it's not just gaming. It's, look at, you know, I saw as a massive PR to, um, um, oversight on Macca's part was when that movie, the founder came out and, oh, yeah. and it's clearly, it clearly proves that, um, whoever the dude was essentially stole the idea of the fast food. And funny enough, again, in Seattle, 
another segue. Yeah. I went to a place where they actually had a, an old school diner called Dick's where they <laughs> had, a, had a good feed of Dick's that night where they actually produced the burgers the way the Maccas, so it's laid out the way it was in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Maccas, what they should have, they should have put their hand up when that movie came out and said, you know what? We wronged that dude or the, whoever it was wronged that dude, those, those two brothers 50 years ago. So we're going to give him, you know, 10 million bucks. Mm. They might have done that. I don't know. But, they're, they're... but you want to you hear something fucking crazy? Mm. It's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Here's a little fun fact about mm. that movie. Mm. And I shit you not, this is fact. Right? This isn't conspiracy. This is fact. When that movie came out, mm. in the following month, mm. Maccas globally saw an increase in purchases. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that, that movie, all that ended up happening from that movie, Mate. the minorities came out and went, oh, look, it's making you own beast. But for the majority of people who don't get involved, yeah. it was like... I'm going to go get Maccas. It's beautifully shot food. It's it like, is. Yeah, it, yeah, That's the know. thing. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. It's, it's and crazy. I wonder whether um, EA could have done some kind of agreement that said, you know what? So we're sorry you're redundant. I know this is business and I'm, this is probably why I'm not a businessman, but we're going to give you, um, of any game you've ever worked on, we'll give you a half a percent share or something. I don't know. Mm. Just something to, to, you know, I'm sure they got their payout and that's, you move on, I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. Uh, we'll move on. Top three things that gamers need to hear. This is number, number two. two. Stop us if you've heard this one before. Anthem's got a new update. Yeah. Changes in the update all look promising. Then, upon closer inspection... <laughs> it's sort of uh, funny. Upon closer funny. inspection, not yeah. all of the improvements are working as intended. Yeah. A few things that had previously been fixed are now busted again. Oh, so, oh, so, so, so now, forgive me, I've bought this game, but mm. I haven't played it yet. Haven't you? No, it's been s- still sitting in its plastic wrapper. <sighs> look, I and I look, you, you re- I reserve judgment because at the end know, of the day, I know I've read a few things, and I know um, at the end of the day, you you like like writing a review, you you write about or you experience what you're experiencing, not anybody else's. Yeah, right. I actually think when I play it, finally, I'm going to love it because I've I've the hype that I was feeling for it got mm. really killed pretty quickly by all the bad reviews. Yeah. And then I've heard a few little glimmers. I know you and I think it was a Chris O someone. Chris O. Yeah. The who, historian. Historian who have said that it's actually not pretty, it's actually not bad. Yeah. And I'm going, I reckon I'm going to go in now with that lack of uh, not, not feeling it and then get, probably being quite pleasantly surprised yeah, by it. Anyway. You'll probably enjoy it. Mm. But anyway, um, this goes on to say Anthem's been there before and after today's 1.04 update, it's back there again, at least temporarily. Elysian chests are the biggest addition. They now sit at the end of every stronghold mission. Mm-hmm. Any player that has an Elysian key earned by completing daily challenges gets to open one and get the special vanity items inside. That's cosmetics. So yeah, decals, yeah. fabrics, yeah. emotes. So- Unfortunately, the introduction of this new reward also appears to have bugged the existing ones with players, including <laughs> the person who wrote this particular story at Kotaku. Uh, Finding that completing a stronghold mission no longer guarantees at least one masterwork drop as it was intended to. Right. Uh, on Twitter, the game's community manager, Jesse Anderson, Mr. Anderson, <laughs> wrote that Bioware is currently investigating the issue. In addition to another strange bug, other players being able to pick up your loot for you. Normally, loot is instanced with the player and visible to everyone else. If they walk over to it, nothing happens. As players grind through Anthem's endgame, such as it exists, they've filled up on everything but the rarest loot. And now, as Kotaku covered yesterday, actively avoid picking up anything of lesser value because it's more of a pain to deal with than it's actually worth, which is a terrible model for a video game to have. Um, I think this is where they tried to fit in a... I don't know. Maybe down the track they're going to muck around with things, but 
they do have a crafting system, but they haven't gotten it right yet. Yeah. Yep. Right. And, and maybe, you know, down the track, this stuff's going to help with the crafting system. But at the moment, as far as I understand it, there's no reason for you to stuff around with all of the bloody extra loot that you get. Yes. So yes. it's a bit weird, um, but this is the ever going uh, issue with Anthem at this point in time. And we'll just keep across it and see where it goes from there. I'm quite certain that these people put out these updates, probably not knowing what's going to happen because... That wouldn't that happen otherwise. Mm. But you, do you think there'd be some kind of modeling or some kind of testing that goes into these things before they just chuck it out there? I mean, that sounds like a dog's breakfast, there right? There is, but, you know, hey, Menthonzo, hey, buddy, good to see you. Glad to have you in on the stream. And not only have you made it before it's ended, we're still half an hour away from it ending. So plenty, plenty to come. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, like, Look, click, it happens too often for it to be... I mean, it makes perfect sense that that should be the thing that happens, that you test it to with an inch of its life so you get rid of all these bugs. But yeah. the thing is, these days with games as a service type games like Anthem is, yeah. there's consistent updates that are going to be made. Yeah. And so because there are consistent updates that are going to be made, and they're probably under pressure from the community as well to yeah. get them out and fix things, they're probably going to glaze over the occasional thing that are going to stuff things up. Yeah. So you're always going to, if you're not putting out a game like once upon a time that we used to, where there was literally no opportunity for there to be a DLC or a patch or anything like no. that, you literally got the finished polished game yeah. at the end of it. And that's it. Yeah. Right now it's almost a bit of an excuse that they have the opportunity. Look, it's all right, guys, let's just make sure that we make it. Um, let's just make sure that we get to, to the launch day that we want to get to. Yeah. If we fuck something up, we'll patch it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of that. I don't know. Menthonzo! Yeah, boy! <laughs> Just subscribed. Yes! Lovely. Thank you very much, boy. mate. Great to have you along. All right. Let's get to the last of the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Sorry. And is, it, is it that or is it hand over heart? I'll do, you do that and I'll do hand on that. Okay. Uh, a little bit of Rule Britannia for this one. This from GameOnOz.com. From yours truly. <laughs> from Dan. Uh, so GameOnOz.com. Turns out Queen Lizzie's a gamer just like you and us. That's right. Queen Elizabeth is a gamer, Dan. So the story is that uh, apparently, and I, I follow a Twitter account called Uber Facts, and they're, I mean, hence the name, they generally report truthfully on stuff that has happened. Yeah. And they tweeted that back in 2008, apparently Kate gave, uh, Willie a, uh, Wii for Christmas mm. and Lizzie loved it so much. She wanted to have a go and apparently she got right into it. Get out. So I turned that little bit of tweet into a massive news story that we put on, on the, the website, as you do when you're a, a, a digital nerd like myself Good man. and yourself. Mm. Um, but it got me thinking, and this is the question I asked in the article, what was the game she was playing? Yeah, right. Now, I did a bit of, and the, uh, in the article, there's a list of games that were hot going into Christmas 2008. Mm. I put it down to the cooking game. And I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a, have you got the article there? I've got the article here. And by the way, if you're watching on Twitch at twitch.tv slash game on AUS, game on Oz, um, Tell us what you think she was playing. What would Queen Elizabeth be playing on the Wii? So here's some of the ones that you reckon she may have been hammering out. Well, these are the hot items going into Christmas that year. Sim City Creator, yeah. Warrior Land Shake It, Lego Batman the Video Game, NBA Live 09 All Play, um, Dokapon Kingdom, 
Cooking Mama World that, Kitchen. Yeah, that's is that the one? one? Yeah, I reckon that's yeah, the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Cooking Mama World Kitchen, <laughs> uh, Spider Man Web of Shadows. You know what? And if you want to see the rest of the list, go to gameonoz.com. Yeah. Um, what do you think she was playing? She was playing cooking because she's. Uh, um, Sim City, for example, there's no point because she sort of is that, and she's sort of like a bit of a you know manipulative. Well, she can. She's the queen. Yeah, so she can. So she can like she can make shit happen. Right? Yeah, Britain is her own Sim City. C- correct. She yeah, li- it literally is. But, but then again, maybe she was playing it to go. You know, what if one, what if one moves uh, Buckingham Palace to that to. I don't know, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know my, my what if one geography. Were to move what if one? Yes. This man to a bathtub what if and drown him. <laughs> <laughs> what if one destroys that that village? What happens? Yes, right. Yeah. But then, but it could have been. What if one adds basil to a piece piece of rump steak? Yeah, yeah. And fair one enough. broils it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, Simi reckons we fit? Oh, that's a great one. She was on the Wii Fit board. Doing a little bit of. What if one one does some star jumps? (laughs) What if one does the downward dog? Herald of Galactus says, We rock band. I could see her. What if one played Bohemian Rhapsody in the style of Brian May? Oh, that's she a would ripper. be rocking out with her dogs out, mate. Oh, that mate. is dead set. Yeah, that, um, that's see, that's giving me a mental image that yeah. makes me laugh. But. Prince Philip wasn't playing. He oh, was I... not playing. Or if he was, he was playing Need for Speed. Fun fact. And crashing his car. Fun fact. Speaking of Queen and music, I what? actually wrote a song once called The Queen's Blues. Yeah. And I wrote it years ago with a, a friend of mine. And we wrote it in the style of, what, what if the Queen wrote a blues song? Mm. Right? What was in it? Um, dun, you don't have dun, to sing it for dun, me. Dun, 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 dun. I woke up this morning doo, doo, at a half past ten. Doo, 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 doo. I fed my corgis doo, 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 with my right hand. Doo, doo, doo. I saw my son, doo, doo, doo. not the effeminate one. Doo, 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 doo. I saw his wife. Doo, 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 doo. Now she's a slut. Hey, Camilla. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what even was that? Uh, clip that. Somebody clip that. Send it to Reddit. It's going to go nuts. That was a clip. Oh, I can, write the whole, I can play the whole song if you want. No, no. Look, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Queen Rocking Out would have been uh, awesome. Geez. So, yep. we got some, didn't we get some Facebook feedback, Peter? I think we did on that. Uh, let me have a look. Let me go through the stories because we've got so many bloody stories here so at the moment. Stories, um, but mate. we've been absolutely smashing through shit uh, at this point in time. So let me just, uh, we're just scrolling. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. That's the thing, right? There's so much content. There's so much content now that you've started writing shit. I know. Fucking, I wish I was more prepared. Mind you, your, your video of the ice not fitting into the glass, that was pretty bloody funny too. Yeah, so you guys watching, if you don't know what that is, go to the Game on Australia Facebook page. Because um, we have these, at home, we have these big uh, balls of ice. We make the big ice balls. And um, uh, <laughs> like the, the, we've, got a, we've got glasses and the ice balls don't completely fit. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. ice ball literally sits in the middle of the glass, yeah. doesn't go all the way down to the bottom, and you can pour a drink on top of it, and it will stay oh, above oh, the ball, right? And yeah. then eventually the ball will melt, and yeah. you just see it start like 
like That's bubbling great. down and it's cool. And that I posted that because it was infinitely more interesting to watch <laughs> than <laughs> the, the state of play. So actually we did get two comments that I need to mention. One was from Pride Marsh saying, I can see her jamming with the Guitar Hero World Tour, which I totally agree with him, which was mentioned then. Willis Ashley wrote Mario Kart and she plays by Luigi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Waluigi, Waluigi number one. <laughs> That's bloody brilliant. Um, hey, I've got to, I've got to, uh, because we're on the thing of comments at the moment, I've got to bloody read something out to you. Okay. So we're done with top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, we've got a big question coming up in just a moment. But mm -hmm. this is from Sean Lewis. Hello, Sean Hello, Lewis. Hello, Sean Lewis. Hello, Sean Lewis. Uh, and Sean Lewis yep. recommends Game on Oz. Does he? So he gave us a little recommend on, on Facebook. You know what? That, that takes us to 50 recommendations. Good on you, Sean Lewis. Thank you, Sean Lewis. Bloody great. He goes, just recently found podcasts and then found the Game on Oz podcast. I've been binging for the last couple of weeks and I'm still back in July 2017, ep 37. Oh, you poor bastard. I don't mind, though. It's the conversation I can't get enough of and can't have with my wife. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Keep up the good work. Now, we've gone back and said, mate. Bloody brilliant. Lovely yeah, to have you all like, Yeah, bloody, bloody legend. legend. Yeah, bloody legend. He's responded and he's gone, Haha, it's actually nice having the fallout inside knowledge while listening to you guys chat about games that you hadn't seen yet. This yeah. is. I would love oh, to go through some of our oh, podcasts yes. one day. Dan was really excited about Mass Effect Andromeda, as I was. Then later talks about the critics giving it a bad rap. Still hope I get to hear your final take on it. That is coming. I'll wait and see. I didn't mind it, though. It never felt much like I was actually playing the old Mass Effects, but what killed it for me was that I like to play a game like it's me. And after accepting what I thought was Boros drinks at the bar, ended up being me accepting a mandate. <laughs> then it was like I couldn't take it back. I was now the gay friend to all the girls in spite <laughs> my efforts to crack on to them in the game. I couldn't get into it after that. <laughs> I guess it was so unrelatable to me at that point. Anyways, keep doing what it is that you're doing. Uh, good on you, we son. love all kinds. We are uh, very good friends of the homosexual community. We, we, uh, we love the gamers. And in fact, some of them are actually uh, bloody part of our content team. Yes, and they, they are, are yes. Bloody, legends. bloody legends. We love you all. Yep. Um, but totally get where he's coming from yep. like this. Because, I mean, I want to do me a woman in a game. Like, I'm, I, I see Except where he's coming from. Except that time from. you played GTA, whatever it was, and you got in the car with Oh, my God. This was the best. I haven't told this story in ages. Yeah. So, um... It's a great story. I'm going to settle it? in and listen to this so, every time. So this is what happened, right? So it's Grand Theft Auto. And of course, in Grand Theft Auto 5, while you're in the open world, um, like you're hanging out with other people. And it was really weird. I was just sort of wandering around the, the city, just doing my bits and pieces. And this car was following me with a bloke in it. And I started to get the shits on because he wouldn't leave me alone. Wouldn't hit me or anything. Wouldn't come anywhere near me. Just he was just tailing just me. Just wanted to you. see what was going on. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a vicious player in Grand Theft Auto Five. I just, I just bloody love hanging out. Yeah. Um, Captain Bakes says, love that story. Obviously a friend of the podcast. Yeah. Legend. Thank you so much. Um, so you've heard this, Captain Bakes. Good to have you in the Twitch stream. And uh, so this guy's just following me around and all that sort of stuff. And, and eventually I've, fucking, I've, I've had enough. And I, just bloody, I walked up to his thing and I was just waiting for him to pull out the rocket launcher and just fucking boom, blow yeah, me to yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he unlocks the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in the car and for the next 15 minutes, he just drives me around. <laughs> What part of LA were you in? I can't what, what, remember. Were you in the, in the really, you know, the hills? I was or in, the in the ritzy, the hilly the, the ritzy. Hill. You know, oh, so we had a, yeah, we had a scenic a, drive together. We had a scenic <laughs> drive together. 
And we didn't say a word to each other. It was just a scenic drive. And then eventually he got back to my apartment. He dropped me off and he pissed off into the distance. I never saw him again. Oh, it was just, it was one of the oh best times I've ever had oh, in, in so my, funny. in my bloody life. It was just, thank you so much. <laughs> random person, whoever you are, but Christ almighty, that's what's bloody great about gaming. So you, you're legend. Um, okay. So, uh. Oh, look at this. We've got, we've, I fucking love the fact that we have people who've heard this story before and enjoy hearing it. Menthonzo is, is saying it's the best bud story. It's a great story. Herald of Galactus. It is pretty good. It, but it's, it's, it's the community, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's, you know, that is, that's the thing I love about being a gamer. Like not, you know, and you run the risk of running into someone who's just going to blow you up and that'll happen more often than not. But every now and again, you just come along a bloke who just wants to hang out and drive you around <laughs> Grand Theft Auto for 15 minutes. And, you know, I why I love that too, uh, if you told that story to my wife, for example. Wouldn't she, get she, it. She, she would, Same with mine. Yeah. Within, I tried to tell that story to Liz. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't understand. No. I was like, and, you don't understand. We went and got haircuts. We get, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Whole, we went yeah. clothes shopping. <laughs> and she, <laughs> and my wife would go, what's the point, Pete? That's stupid. And you're like, well, that's no, not stupid. It's not stupid. Um. Skittle says it's still a favourite of mine. I want to know if he was thinking he could drive for long enough to get this weirdo out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, he's coming in. Oh, uh, God, he's in my car. I can't anyway. remember if this was before Uber. I wonder if he wanted a tip. I don't know. It probably wasn't. No, it probably was. I can't remember. It was um, hey, let's get on to the big question. All right, all right here we go. Big question. Here we go. Big, 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 big. Question, 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 all right, so the big question is, mm. the one game you bought, mm. despite knowing it would be shithouse. Shit. And I won't say knowing. House. You had a feeling or you knew. Now, we're in a, a zone now, Peter, as I said in the article. I, I, I wrote this article because I bought uh, the Club 2019 PGA Tour, which is a golf game. I know you hate golf games, Peter. I love golf games. Yeah. I bought this game. It got eights and seven and a half out of tens. Mm. Um. We're in a, in a space now in our lives where we get to see the game pretty much everything but play it mm. before we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be a time back in the day, because I'm an old bastard, where you'd either you'd buy a magazine and it'd be reviewed and you'd see some lame screenshots printed and that was all you had to go with and, and then the review. Now and you, you can, might get a bit of a demo. There might be a demo disc in there maybe. if you used to buy PlayStation magazine in the 90s. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can, you know, you not only get, um, I mean, there's obviously beta releases, so you can actually play the game, but there's also YouTube, um, you know, whatever, it's Twitch, everything. streaming, everything, right? Yeah. So I bought this game, despite all this, going, oh, you know what, it's 50 bucks. Mm. I, I think it's going to be shit house, but I really want to play a golf game again. Bought it. Finally played on the weekend when I got home from America. Played four rounds. Mm. Chucked the disc, <laughs> ejected that disc with force, chucked it in the cover and chucked it back in the drawer and said, that's it. That's going to the, you're going straight to the trade table, son. Yeah, nice. Because, you know, it was pretty average. Now, 
I've been copped a bit of shit. I noticed on the, a few, few people said, actually, it wasn't that bad, Dan. What are you doing? Mainly on Twitter. And if they read the article, I hope they read the article. I, the game's okay, but it lacks, it's lackluster. The, what do you the, mean it's lackluster? There's one commentator, <laughs> right, yeah. who doesn't even sound like he's even remotely interested, right? Yeah, right. I know I might be coming off the old um, Tiger Woods series of games where they really, it was EA, so it was EA Sports put a lot of into it. Yeah. This thing's a lot more, and golf is a boring, subdued game. I, I get that. But I would have loved a bit more atmosphere. You know, the, the crowd, there's no crowd cheers. There's no claps. You know, it's just lame, right? So I'm a bit darker myself for paying 50 bucks, but it turns out I've got a bit of a, a track history when it comes to buying games that I know is going to be shit, but I just want to play that game because it's Don Brabham's cricket, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted a cricket game. Yeah. Trackmania Turbo, for example. Shithouse. But I bought it. <laughs> I knew it was going to be shithouse, right? So we've asked the question, and that's the question we're going to ask uh, on Facebook as of Friday morning yeah. with its own special little tile. Yeah. What's the game you mm. bought that you knew was going to be shit ass? Every game of Worth Their Salt has one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you What's do. What's yours? So mine is FIFA World Cup uh, soccer, right? But this was the Wii version. Right. Right. So the, the shit thing about this was yes. is that I saw this and I went, I know this is going to be a dumbed down version of what everybody else gets to play on their wicked PlayStation. But I have the Wii at the moment. I can't buy a PS3 or maybe it was PS2 at the time. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have the money, so I'm just, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. I want it because I want to I want to say I've got a FIFA game. I want to play FIFA. I love FIFA. I want to play FIFA. I've got a FIFA game. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Like, not only was it dumbed down, but everything about it was dumbed down. The 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 scoring, the goal yeah. shooting, yeah. Um, the commentary of the game, like the the whole thing was just a fucking waste of data. Right. Um. So that was it for mine. I yeah. Ugh, and, and it got me thinking. Um. And I'm really <clears throat> interested to see if this comes up. But I think the one that's probably most famous as an example mm. of a game that was truly was shit house, but people still bought was Superman sixty four. Oh yes, yeah. Because now, it's the na- it's the Superman name. And and correct. And I th- from memory, and I might be wrong here because this is years ago now. But I'm, I think it was the first superhero game we'd had in quite some time. Mm. I had a crappy one on um. God, this is how old it was, the Atari 2600. Mm. And it was, you were Superman and you used to go and rescue little squares <laughs> from empty people. <laughs> it was terrible. Were you a blue and red like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a blue, that's red, the red only for the reason, undies. That's the red only the reason that you knew that you were yeah, Superman. Blue, the and, then, and then there was a red diagonal um, oh, for the cape, right? <laughs> anyway, but, but <laughs> Superman 64, which was um, hyped to be, a, you know, the first superhero game in years. And apparently well, I never actually played it, but I know a lot of people who bought it, don't, you know, yeah, because yeah. they got caught up in that hype of Manthonzo says Superman 64 gets speed run at games done quick events in the worst games category quite regularly. Yeah, it's right. brilliant. Oh, that's brilliant. Some of the stuff on Twitter at game on underscore Oz mm-hmm. Duke Nukem forever. I also bought that one and it was shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Duke Nukem name, right? Yeah, it's the Duke Nukem name. I wanted another Duke Nukem. I thought it was going to be like, um, like, uh, like the Duke Nukem that we had on the Nintendo sixty four, which was a cracker. It was a fucking cracker. Um, come get some. Come get some. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you walked up to a door and you <laughs> couldn't open the door, 
Or you walked up to one of the the strippers in the bar, What's the and bump? you just wanted to know what would happen if you press the action button uh, on them, and uh, all you'd get is, uh, uh, <laughs> and your dirty, Where is it? your dirty twelve year old mind's going, yeah, shake it, baby, shake it, baby, yeah. Um, What's the bubblegum quote? Oh, it's time to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm all out of gum. So to drink a pro and Fallout 76 uh, from a couple of the guys on. Oh, well, there the you twits. go. There's a game. Actually, that's the game I bought that I. Mind you, no, that was best fault because that, <laughs> that, that bastard gave uh, it nine and a half rubber chickens out of whatever rubber chickens he gave it. Suck it, Bajo. Yeah. Love, love you, mate. Love, love you. you. Yeah, but yeah, a bit pissed bloody, that we had the opportunity to get you on the podcast. So you didn't want to come on because you don't do podcasts anymore. Didn't he? I can love you. Yeah. Yeah, I had bloody uh, somebody send me a, one of these PR companies um, sent me a thing. Oh, like a media release. A media release yeah. saying Barjo's. Is available for interviews. Right, is available right, yeah, for interviews. Yeah, yeah. If you would like us to set one up for you, because he's doing something about Uber, these are the best bloody, um, these are the best Uber Eats to get for your video games, which, by the way, was our fucking idea it first. It was! That was that our was idea! our fucking idea first! Barjo! Barjo! Anyway. <clears throat> so, anyway. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, so I reached out and I said, hey, get him on the podcast. And they sent a thing to him and said, I want to do this. And he sent one back going, he doesn't do podcasts anymore. And I don't know. Why not? No, here's the thing, right? I think it's bullshit. Yeah. And I think somehow along the lines he has heard that we oh, ripped yeah, the shit we, out yeah, of we him. we did, didn't we? And that should actually be I don't do the game on Australia podcast. Actually, we probably pissed him off. Um, Sean, who we mentioned before, probably has a better idea when we did rubbish him out. We wrote songs about him too, didn't we? We, we did, did write, I'm pretty sure we did write a song about him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we did. Oh. But you know what? In the game on Australia community, there's something to be proud of. Hey, is it, it's banter. If we, Gentle, if we, it's, it's banter. banter. It's banter. If, we, if we go to the trouble of writing a rip about you, <laughs> I can be honoured. Be honoured. Across Our time is valuable. There are a lot of people in the stream right now watching this and who listen to the Game in Australia podcast who would be honoured to have us write a story ripping the absolute shit out of them. <laughs> Jamie Robinson says Fallout 76. I bought it after watching Pete stream it, even though everyone told me it was terrible. Oh, That's crap. A, isn't that crazy? I am I'm Jamie Robinson's barger. Oh, you are. You are. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Like, there's that... Um, and I know you've said Herald of Galactus says, yeah, you went fairly hardcore on him, but it was gold. <laughs> you know, you, I know you studied marketing too, but there's that weird thing they call about your decision in your brain um, that you generally, you know, you go and buy a Mars bar and it's a, it's a pretty simple decision. I buy the Mars bar yeah. or not. And you generally do because it costs two bucks. Yeah. Um, gaming's in that zone where it's, it's not the end of the world if you waste 80 bucks on a game. Yeah. But it's pissed you off. But it's, you know, you're not going to. 80 bucks is still a lot. You're not going to go to financial ruin, though. So you're not sitting there. If you go from. If you go to EB, you have a seven day returns policy, though. Yeah, well, that's If you true. don't scratch actually, the fuck that, out of the disc. That is true, actually. <laughs> and that's good, you know, because. That's something you don't have if you digitally download. No. Yeah. As, uh, we, must, we must get Alex Walker on again to talk about. He reviews, or does he just write news? Does he review? No, as he's, well? he's Jack of all trades. Yeah. Alex Walker of Kotaku is one of the I'd great. I'd love to know the science behind reviewing a game properly. Yeah. Uh, I know we do reviews too, but, but to someone who's actually paid for a living to yeah. review yeah. in that. What are you saying? Our guys do review. No, they'll call, no, I don't say that. But my point being is that how do you review a game for the general public? Because Chris O'Dad thinks you can't review a game for shit. No, he can. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I know. Don't get me started. <laughs> is that as, you know, 
Alex Walker reviews, or Crusoe reviews a golf game, yeah. but doesn't know how to play golf or can't play golf. Yes, I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know, how far how far do you try and but then it becomes then it becomes But then you No, I, but then it becomes like you're reviewing a simulator. There's still gotta be something like like you know what I, I mean? Think, if, I, you were, if you were reviewing if you were reviewing flight sim, yeah, right, I would love to I would love to read a a review about a flight simulator <laughs> Sorry, Menthonzo's just said poor historian and then Sticks has said, Yeah, what you're trying to say, Dan, you flog. Oh. <laughs> Guys. Um <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? That I would love to see somebody who's reviewing a flight simulator who is a mad gamer, can review a game, but is also a trained pilot. Oh, uh, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yep. if, like that's, it becomes a sim. Yeah. So, I'd, I don't, like, if you're a reviewer, I, I think you have to, I don't think it's a big deal if you review a golf game that you play golf. Interestingly. What? Interestingly. And, and we can end on this. Um, what I did love about... The funny, the game, the thing about this game, this PGA, uh, the club 2019 that I did like mm. was golf related that only I, well, only golfers like myself can relate to. For example, mm. the putting, it's not like every other golf game you play where you, you know, the, the traditional model is hit, press the button to start the swing, yeah. press the button at the top of the swing to where you want to stop it. And then press the button again to get it straight. Right. Yeah, yeah. With the putting, it was all, you get a, a, a basic indication of how far you got to go, but it's all feel. You just got to go, yeah, I think it's that far and you push forward. And that is exactly like, um, yeah, I know. But how does that translate into a video game? That's, no, that's, it did. That's what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. So what I found, I had times where I could not putt for shit. <clears throat> this is when I played the four games. Yeah. But then other times where I actually got about four or five putts in a row because I was feeling confident I, I was in the zone. Yeah. And right, that's okay. exactly like golf. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, I just so that's something you would write as a reviewer because you like you would you would give it a tick if I knew golf right yeah but you know what this here's the interesting thing right yeah. if you were reviewing that game because you know golf and you love golf yeah. you play a lot of golf you might give that a tick whereas somebody who's never played golf before yeah reviewing it from the state of mind of I play video games for a living and review for a living yeah. might go that's fucked give me my bloody my bars back my yes. points to press you know what I mean yeah. What I think the crux of this is, and uh, you know, we'll get back to the big question in a minute, but I think um, a game that's great has a certain magic about it that, that any reviewer worth their salt will pick up on. Yeah. Goldeneye, boom, boom, you know, you know, great, amazing. Mario Kart, yeah. boom, Fallout seventy six, <laughs> Fallout four, boom. Was well, no. so, well, some people yes, some people no. Yes. Fallout New Vegas, yes, boom. Yeah, right. Mm. So Superman sixty four. <laughs> so. Um, Maybe we'll talk to Alex later on in another podcast about that. I think it's a great idea. But let's get back to it. So we're going to put it on Facebook. <clears throat> yeah. The big question, the one game, and every game has got one, the yep. one game you bought despite knowing it will be shit house. Mitchell Sichter, who put down some stuff here, because there are more, we'll come back to these when we address that big yes. question next week. Next week. But he says, my question, Game On Oz, mm. would you still feel the same had you not read the reviews before playing? Did they have an influence on your opinion? That's a bloody good question. Now, but the thing is, like, had you read the reviews for the Golf Club 2019? Uh, I skimmed. <laughs> you skimmed? I skimmed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw, I generally jumped to the, um, the mark out of 10. Yeah, right. Okay. And it got eight. I, and my, I think we've talked about it before. I've, my um, rule of thumb is anything over seven and a half, mm. if I'm interested, I'll buy it. Is a buy. Yeah. yeah, everything, anything over seven and a half is a green light. Yeah. If you think of it as traffic lights, seven but and maybe a half we have and to get back to um, 
Orange light is below that and probably down to maybe a four. Yeah. Nah, oh, five. Five, yeah. five. Anything under a five is a red light. Red light. Maybe. There's um, too much stuff out that's good these days. We have to get back to reviewers being rock stars and, you know, um, a bit like at the old video store where you rock down there and Alex recommended Happy Gilmore. You go, well, you know, Alex recommended Dumb and Dumber. I love that. Mm, mm. And then you end up. Um, I love the JB Hi-Fi model. What's where that? they write those little cards yeah, 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 to the yeah, game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, 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 That's what yeah. the, I think you need, yeah. Because yeah. if you get to know someone who's got the similar taste to you, you, you know, probably end up being not so disappointed by a game. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, that was a big one. That was a big one. We've just about blown through an hour. All right. So, quick sites? I, I, I'm changing the um, script what? on you. No, sites, please. I've, I've got a better one. Are you sure? Yep. Okay, so this is the part of the podcast where we've noticed something that's pissed us off. Here it comes. I've got you in my sights. Go on. So, again, a um, question without notice for you, Pete, but uh, issue without notice. I uh, want to have a go at my NBN oh. provider. I was having, are you having a bash again? Optus. What happened? Talk to me. What happened? On Sunday when I was. Everybody watching settle in. On, sun, on Sunday when I was actually up um, installing PGA at the Club 2019 PGA Tour, yep. it needed an update. Uh, no surprise, because I, I, it was the first time I had loaded the game. It uh, was a gig. Uh, Maybe a gig. I was getting speeds in the kilobytes. Oh, not, in, not in the megabytes, in the kilobytes. That, right? is, that hurts. So I thought to myself for the millionth time, that's it. I'm done with Optus. I'm going to Aussie Broadband. I've said it a million times. I'm doing it. I'm over it. What scares me off from doing it is the rigmarole you have to go through from quitting a company like Optus because it's not just a matter of going, ring up, going. You're in a contract. You've got to pay the contract out. Correct. All that, sort all of that shit. shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. You know on Aussie Broadband, you're not locked into a contract. I know. I know this. I know this, Peter. Anyway, I when I ended up not playing the game because it took so long to update because of this stupid killer. You know, I was literally, that's how bad the speed was. Yeah. Did a speed test and it was average. Mm. Like, that's it. Mm. Saturday afternoon. Mm. Not like it's peak times. You know, yeah, no, 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 Congestion right. shit. Yeah. Anyway, today I'm sitting here at work and my wife, my lovely wife, who is the one that set up Optus NBN, uh, not that I'm blaming her, she Facebook um, messages anyway, me and says, hey, guess what? I've just got a message from Optus. They're upgrading us to 50 megabits per second for free. I went, oh, that's great because we're on 25. Okay. And then I thought to What's myself. The point? Then I thought to myself, self we already had this done. So I went back to Leona and I said, Hey, I'm sure they've already done this. Okay. So she went back through my, um, texts. And yes, they've already done it. We got a message six months ago from Optus. Oh, bullshit. That they've already done that. Hi there. We recently contacted you both with an upgrade to NBN from, uh, 26th of October, 2018 from 25 megabits per second to 50, no extra charge. Right. Okay. There's another message. Hey, you're a groke. How are you, buddy? There's another message. Thank you for the host. Um, thank you, groke. Unfortunately, we're experiencing some IT issues that are delaying this application. We're working very hard to um, uh, resolve it, and we advise you the same. Was that the first time around? Second, no, straight, so straight, straight, straight after, straight after. So October, they said we're going to give it to you, and then we get this message saying we're trying to hard. Six months later. Yeah, they've they've got it done. So it's taken them six months. Six months to sort their shit six out. No, no, thank you. No, what? no, no. Un 
unbelievable. No, it's not unbelievable. That's the problem. So Leona did a test today, and we're getting 25. And I went back to her. Megabits per second. And, yeah, and I said to and Sticks, stuff you've had a go at me before, but I quoted the great Sticks to her saying, well, Leona, it's like me promising you 50 bucks and then giving you 25. Are you going to yeah, be disappointed? Yeah, good. Yeah. Far out, Optus. Sticks. Get your shit together. If you're listening to this, Sticks has written an incredible uh, article on that. He had a go at... Um, he had a go at Games at, as a Service, at, essentially. At, you know, he had a go at Inet, wasn't it? No, no, no. He had a go at Games as a Service. Like was it? He was taught, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, they, because Games as a Service promise you so much, but tend to deliver very little. Okay. Like, that was, that's where that metaphor came from. And he said, oh, you know, if, if I promise you 100 bucks... Yeah, if I, if I were to promise you $100... And then only gave you 63. No, it was, it was the burger theory. Right, so if you go to you go to and you rock up to the board, yeah. right, and sticks you watching. So um, let us know if this is wrong. You rock up to the board, yeah. right, and you look on the board and you order the Whopper. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> you order the Whopper with the fries and the Coke. Great order, right? Off the board, no onion. That's no onion. No fucking onion. Oh my god, fuck yes onion. <laughs> no. Bullshit. I'm not kissing you, Onion Breath. I fucking love Onion. <laughs> yeah, I love Onion. but One not, patty not, or two patties? Tight double every yeah, day okay. of the week, right, mate. All right, on. we can go with that. All Come right. on. Um, oh, hang on a sec. The II net was the $100. Yeah. Sounds oh, right. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but the metaphor. Boom, boom, no, boom, boom, boom. no, no, no. The metaphor was the burger thing. Yeah, keep going. Anyway. So yeah. Anyways, if you're up to the board, you order that. You order the, the uh, let's, let's for argument's sake say it's the double whopper yeah. with the fucking un, like, um, thing. Yeah, and the large coke, and then yeah. you go to the, uh, you pay your money, and you go to the uh, window. Yeah, and they give you a, um, they give you your burger, but you don't get the fries, yeah. you don't get the coke. Yeah, you know, you don't get the tomato, it's and you don't off. get the lettuce and onion. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like you, sorry, if you want that, actually, yeah. um, it's going to cost you extra yeah, in about yeah. six months' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've already paid for the fucking <laughs> burger. <laughs> And it goes well with chips and a coke. Yeah. So that's 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 what that I think that's anyway. Gameonoz.com. If you want to have a look at that. Yeah. Um. Are we done? We're done. I actually we are, are done because I have to go. Yeah. Because you have to piss off, don't I you? I do. Uh, okay. What, mate? Great to be back. Oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong one. Ah. This boom. One. There we hey. go. Hey, Rainbow Road. There we go. Woo. Big thank you to everybody who's watching right now. Twitch.tv slash Game on Oz. You bloody legends. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you so much. Legends. You can find this podcast everywhere. Podcast One. You can find it on Apple. You can find it on Ovo Play. I forgot to mention we're on Ovo Play now. Oh, sweet. Fucking beautiful. Hello, Matt Jones. You Hello, bloody Matt. legend. Thanks for having us on Ovo Play. Uh, across the Triple M Network, Qantas International Domestic and Jetstar Domestic as well. And not to mention... Uh, Andrew Hogue.com. Rock on. Rock on, buddy. Rock on. You bloody legend. The nation's number one rocking fucking metal powerhouse of a radio station. Yep. Dead set legend. Yep. Uh, Herald of Galactus says, good to see you back, Dan. Thanks for the show, boys. You're a great. Well, lads, it was good to be able to tune in. Good to have you along. You're a great. Thank you so much. Bloody oath. Now, speaking of Eurogroke, really quickly, right? This is a little bit more of a tease. Oh, God. When we reveal goal, Lilith. Okay. And what goal is, <laughs> Eurogroke will be involved. Okay? This all happens from Monday. We, okay. we, you'll see it. Say, Twitch stream. Say it one more time. Goal. <laughs> you'll understand. And then we're... And Menthonzo. Menthonzo is yep. a part of it oh, as well. Sweet. Um, Goag. Yeah. Gog. Gog. Goag. We'll tell you a little bit more about, but we're waiting on some things to come through at this point in time. Yep. But Gog is going to... It's going to blow your mind. It's going to oh, be amazing. Brilliant. Awesome. So, holy shit. Lock yourselves in. Future's so bright, mate. 
Uh, all right, let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, do not forget to bloody save.